<laughs> Trump's mugshot is holding up the entire American economy right now. Eminem's like, at last, I can finally get a brown person to stop rapping. What? Wow. I'm Bridget Fettesy, and we're back. And this is your dumpster fire for the weeks of August 6th to September 2nd. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. I know you've missed us. If you want to support our cause, our community, our movement disguised as a company, you can go to Phetasy.com and support these little rascals online. Join our community. It's got amazing people in there. You also get the unedited dumpster fire the day before we drop the edited version, which I believe is alone worth the price of admission, not to mention all the extra things you get behind that paywall. I'm much more interactive and personal in the community than I am really anywhere else online now that I'm terrified of everyone. It really does make a huge difference to us when you when you subscribe, though, when you support us. It's yeah, it does. It, it's a big deal. It's a big it's a much bigger deal than you think. And we appreciate it, but we love you even if you just like, subscribe, touch our bells and buttons, and tell your friends about us. We do have a like crazily rabid cult following. There is dumpster fire cannon, and <laughs> we want you to be a part of all of that because we we just have so much fun, honestly. It's true. I think it's really important that we laugh in the face of all of the insanity. And trust me, folks, it's only getting more insane as we head into 2024, in case you hadn't noticed. Speaking of which, let's get going. Troll indicted. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Trump's mugshot has raised him over $7 million. I really hate covering Trump <laughs> and I resent the fact that I might have to cover him for another year to maybe four years. I, I don't know. The hard thing about Trump is that in some ways I do understand the feelings of his supporters that he's being persecuted. Donald Trump, if you can hear us, please, Donald Trump, please save me. Please save me, Donald Trump, please. The media has been unfair to him. There are massive double standards. And on the other hand, he's a corrupt, narcissistic piece of shit. <laughs> I know some of you aren't going to like that, but it's just there. Two things can be true at the same time. And so it's it's tough. It's really tough to cover this man. However, I choose the lane of hilarity, which is that we have a mugshot the mugshot that broke the internet. Uh, it was my entire feed when it dropped. I know that the cops were like, you know we hate to do this, sir. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before the selfies start leaking. You know the cops were taking selfies with them, high-fiving. We really hate to do this, sir. They're like chanting lock her up to pump him up for the mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> what was this mugshot, by the way? It was just crazy, too, the reaction to it. Like, everyone made money off this. Trump made money. All of the Trump MAGA supporters made money. Then all of the anti-Trump people were making money off this mugshot. We need to figure out a way to make money off this mugshot <laughs> here at Dumpster Fire. We've got to get in on this mugshot economy. Like, we, we live in the 
stupidest times we have a mugshot economy <laughs> trump's mugshot is holding up the entire american economy right now oh god this is trumponomics his mugshot said never surrender if you want to go out and get it you can go out and get it have fun with it but people do like it i must say thank you very much Homie, this is a picture of you literally surrendering. You guys wonder why I made up this word fetishy, which means beyond parody. This is why you cannot, I can't write something this funny and ridiculous. Here is a picture of me literally surrendering and under it, I'm going to say never surrender. <laughs> this is like a tattoo that says no regret. That's my credo. No regrets. Mm hmm. <laughs> By the way, the right-wing media and Reply Guys and MAGA supporters, I'm not sure they really realized what they were saying when they were saying it, but I think even Jesse Waters was talking about how, oh, now people in the black community are going to be able to relate to Trump. The mugshot has breathed new life into the Trump campaign and broadened his appeal to black Americans. Today, my garbage man told me he's buying mugshot t-shirts for everyone he knows this Christmas. You the man. Give me some skin, huh? Get your mother hand out of my face. You are incredibly racist, if that's <laughs> what you're saying out loud. Oh, now the black community is really going to get behind Trump because because he's one of them, you insanely racist people? What are you talking about? This is crazy. Wow. That was, and it was not just like a one-off. It was many people who were articulating this idea that is an insanely racist idea. Bro, calm down with this nonsense. You're not making the point you think you're making. I mean, honestly, if both sides are selling the merch, we need to get in on it. I don't know what it should say. Tell Maggie in the comments <laughs> what our Trump mugshot merch <laughs> should say. I want in on the on the, the mugshot economy. <laughs> I still just can't believe they were out there saying things like, now black folks are really going to relate to Trump. What? Wow. The memes were amazing, too. There was that one meme that was just brilliant. The meme economy is truly where it's at. It was uh, Christy Yamaguchi main. What the chicken nuggets in my microwave see at 3 a.m. That was just brilliant with like the microwave screen across it. <laughs> there are a lot of good ones. Uh, I just love favorite. how creative and funny people are. Uh huh. Moving on to olds in charge. Oh, God. Ugh. God, Mitch McConnell appeared to freeze again in the middle of a speech in Kentucky. What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's right. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Mitch hasn't had an update since Windows 98. <laughs> he should be at Burning Man this weekend tripping balls in the desert. This is what it looks like. This is what everyone at Burning Man looks like right now <laughs> as we speak. Just tripping balls, staring into the sun directly. I don't know, though. If he keeps this up, I'm going to support him because I honestly like my politicians doing nothing. But seriously, on a serious note, folks, as I've been saying... I don't want these olds running the country. I've been saying this forever. This is it. It gets so heartbreaking and sad. Yeah, it's just 
unsettling and sad and it's hard to even make fun of because what are you doing? And then you're like, who's actually running the show if he's done this twice in front of the camera? This can't be the only time this is happening and you're still trotting this old man out there. It doesn't help. The, we missed the kind of Republican for the first GOP debate debate. There was a lot of talk about the nation being in decline. Ron DeSantis, Vivek, uh, they all said some version of this. It was a pretty nihilistic and dark vision of our country. But it's hard not to feel that way when you look at all of the olds who are clinging to power and they are literally human beings in decline, mentally and physically. Make a wish, Grandpa. I wish I were dead. It is bananas. How are you supposed to look at this as a young person and feel optimistic about this nation? These people should not be running things. They should be sitting on a porch, sipping lemonade. I don't know about that. Every time this happens, though, there's like gerontocracy trends and there's more calls for people. People are like, what is going on? Like we have so multiple leaders who have no idea what's going on and cannot perform their duties, which, as somebody mentioned on my Twitter, then leads to conspiracy because you're like, well, who's actually propping these people up and performing their duties, they're clearly not even mentally capable. And then it leads to like, who's the shadow government behind this? Right. Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Who the f*** is in charge of this country? (laughs) Okay, well then we've got... It's Obama. Obamacare is great and it's really working. It's f***ing Obama (laughs) in a basement. That's why he murdered a chef because Obama is... The chef was like, that's it. Obama complained about some food. The chef was like, you know what? I'm f***ing ratting you out. I'm going to the press. I'm telling them you're running this country from your basement behind Joe Biden. And then guess who got whacked while he was paddleboarding? (laughs) Knew too much. That's my theory. That's my conspiracy theory. I'm going to add to the to the confusion in ether. Well, moving on to the candidates who are young and determined to prove so. <laughs> we have a new category came from the comments. You guys are amazing. This was by far the most popular suggestion. I don't know who suggested it first, but it was amazing. Electile dysfunction 2024. That's going to be we need to make like a some graphic like dun dun dun. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, so we have Eminem's label has sent a cease and desist order to Vivek Ramaswamy to stop using his music on the 2024 campaign. God, all these people are such dorks. Eminem's like, at last, I can finally get a brown person to stop rapping. <laughs> That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Yeah, I, I just parked my car here. So what's funny about this is that Eminem is only licensed his song for politics to, funnily enough, Joe Biden and Kamala in 2020. And who knew how much Lose Yourself would become relevant <laughs> to Joe Biden's time in the White House? <laughs> he literally has no idea where he is. I have no idea what's going on. Eminem used to be the guy who rapped about murdering his girlfriend and his mom and was like the most out of his mind cultural firebrand flashpoint. That's the Eminem I grew up with, not the nanny state Eminem who's like me. He's using I mean, to be fair, he's probably doing Vivek. Vivek? Vivek? 
I always feel like I mispronounce his name because I heard someone say it reminds it rhymes with cake. Um, Vivek. Vivek. I think he might be doing him a favor because this is embarrassing. But there's nothing more embarrassing than a politician trying to be cool. Yes. Nothing. No, nothing is more cringe, even though people were like, look at him. He's he's throwing down I'm like you guys are uh all dorks. You're all freaking dorks. And Eminem became a dork when he got sober. This is what happens when you get sober. You become a huge loser. <laughs> Case in point. This is making Bill Clinton playing the sax look like Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> he started all this He shit. started it. Yeah. With his saxophone playing. Vivek. Vivek? Vivek? I was calling him Slick Shady because that guy seems like I don't trust him. He's just one of those guys that I'm like, I don't trust you. Mm. And again, everyone's so tribal, it's blinded their ability to see slimy, slick, shady dudes right in front of them. Ben Dreyfus was like, he reminds me of the coked up car salesman who keeps lowering the price every time you ask to see the, for the VIN number. <laughs> California. Crime is so bad near the San Francisco Federal Building, employees are being told to work from home. <sighs> Ironically, it's U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And they're like, ah, it's too dangerous for you to come. In. San Francisco is a failed city. I was just reading about it last night in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep and I was doom scrolling. I think Nordstrom's is leaving. Another company's leaving. You, they're getting robbed every, like, what the f is going on in San Francisco. There are major, it, there was, I was reading a story about how all these like commercial real estate buildings are now trying to sue. Like they're trying to get their money back and they're trying to get taxes because they're saying that the values have dropped so much. You're sorry. This is what you get when you play the game and vote for these policies and put money into these cities and you're speculating in real estate. I hate how all these huge corporations get to do capitalism when it's good for them. And when they're losing, it's like, oh, please bail us out, government. F that I hate. I hate that. That could be a breaking Bridget. It's like capitalism for me and socialism for me. But all of you pores are this seems like a feature, not a bug of this city. And now even the leaders can't get what they want done because so many of the po policies are entrenched in this like idea of San Francisco being a little wacky. Yeah, it's like San Francisco is more of a European city like Paris or Milan. They can't even get the encampments cleared yeah, out. They're they like legally protected. They're legally protected. You guys voted for this stuff. You put this into place and now you can't do anything. And you're wondering why your constituents feel unsafe and enraged because their city is a dystopian housecape. <laughs> the like dehumanizing element of the drug addiction and the meth and the fentanyl and the mental illness. I mean, this, all of these images that come out between the olds in power and all these young people like zombies on drugs and mentally ill in the, in the streets of all of our cities, like it does feel like a nation in decline. Uh -huh. I know that people will be like, but the GDP and the food and the unemployment and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, but reality remains undefeated. Look around. The zombie apocalypse is here. Russia so Russian. 
Putin's former chef and the man who led a failed coup against him, Yevgeny Prigozhin, died in a plane crash. Plane crash. Obama killed his chef to hide a message and Putin killed his to send one. <laughs> Putin is stone fucking cold, man. I mean, we talked about this when we covered this a few weeks ago, that this guy Prigozhin is a dead man walking. Everyone kind of knew it. I don't think this was shocking or surprising that he got blown out of the sky by the the Russians or whatever. Russia was eulogizing him. The like Russian propaganda networks were eulogizing him while the plane was still on fire. And I wonder, is he dead or did he just fake his death? There was like a whole other plane, but they're acting like he's dead and they're saying he's dead. And people were like, that poor guy. He's also a war criminal. <laughs> yes. Don't don't cry for these people. Cry for the innocents who were on the plane around him. Cry for the people who had to fly him. Cry for the the help that was on the plane. Don't cry for this man. This man was a terrible, horrible person responsible for atrocities all over in Africa. We're not going to shed a tear for him. It's going to be no RIP. Imagine the message that sends though. Like the, the guy is the guy is just truly terrifying. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Now let's check the weather in Albania with Aurela Suleimani. We're uh, expanding our global <laughs> weather reports. Mexican weather ladies have some competition out there <laughs> that we've discovered. Thank you, Aurela. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment, and touch my bells and buttons, and tell your friends about us. It's really the most important thing you can do. Then we have Siri, please don't take my life. Supermarket AI meal planner app suggests recipe that would create chlorine gas. AI is already trying to kill us. Everyone's like, it was an accident. I'm like, is it though? There are people dumb enough to probably try and make these recipes. I think I'm going to die. The salt level was 10% less than a lethal dose. Or is this just like the way you get chlorine gas recipes to war criminals? Where was this? It was in New Zealand. New Zealand. Of all places. Yeah. And it was it was more than one like deadly recipe. They were offering like poison bread sandwiches and mosquito repellent roast potatoes. It's all healthier than Whataburger. <laughs> Move over, HelloFresh. We bring you Hello Murder. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's crazy because on the one hand, I'm like, AI is already trying to kill us. And on the other, I'm like, AI is never going to be smart enough to kill us. It's a paradox, you see. <laughs> Parade of Morons. Oh, God. Fire Festival 2 tickets are on sale and customers are buying. We deserve what we get. If you buy tickets to Firefest 2, which in case those of you who don't know Firefest 1 was all about, there's <laughs> multiple documentaries about it. And mattresses piled up in the dirt. Well, those are your mattresses. There are reports of feral dogs roaming the grounds. Fans are fleeing the fire festival on emergency flights out of the Bahamas. They locked us in the airport like with a chain. No water, no food. It looked like a refugee camp. Again, the economy of destruction <laughs> that we live in. Americans love a show. 
if there's a show, whether it's president with a mugshot or a festival where influences are eating bologna and starving to death and crying, Americans are like, sign me up, get me a ticket. Where do I watch this train wreck? (laughs) They want in. That's the economy we live in. Just a show. The thing that kills me about this fire festival thing is it's it's not someone else trying like to reboot the idea. It's the same guy who ripped off everyone in the first fire festival, Billy McFarland. If you go to this festival, you deserve to die on an island. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And Billy McFarland, he went to jail and then he was in solitary confinement for like seven months. Yeah. Said in this article, what the, why was this guy in solitary confinement for seven months? That is a very harsh punishment for even like a couple of days. Maybe he was like, I just got out of my sensory depth tank and I was doing a lot of reflecting and meditation and like what the ether told me is that I need to lean into Firefest 2 and bring all of these morons back to spending money. How, how, how is Trump conning people out of money? How is Billy McFarlane... How is everyone conning people out of money other than me? (laughs) (laughs) No grown man should go by the name of Billy. Imagine if it was Billy Clinton, the war criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Someone was only Billy the kid and musicians. Billy Idol, Billy Joel. They can get away with it. But yeah, it gives them a win. I'm like Billy Bush. Like you think of these people and you're like, no, no, no. More people have made up the disaster of Firefest than the success. And so maybe it'll be a success this time. I don't I don't think it will make him money if it's successful. He needs it to be a disaster in order to make money. Then we have the public is running out of patience for climate activists that block the road. We don't have to have tiny You guys aren't making any friends when you block the road and people are trying to bring their children to the hospital or get to work. There was a guy on probation meeting his probation officer who flipped out on site. You are not helping. You're not actually convincing anyone to join your cause. There were a bunch of climate activists who were blocking traffic and it was during Burning Man. Which is the whitest, richest city in America this weekend. Iowa Hawk, my friend and one of the best followers on Twitter, had a great tweet about it, which I didn't write down. So I'm going to have to have Maggie read it. What makes this extra amusing is that the Rangers are Pyramid Lake Paiute Tribal Police and the backed up traffic is for Burning Man. Native American cops busting up a standoff between two tribes of white progressives is straight up comedy gold. Yeah, you can't write this. I mean, this is a South Park. The spirit of middle class white people is strong in you, Stan. White climate change activists, a bunch of white people on and ayahuasca and ketamine and whatever else trying to get trying to, to get to Bernie man and the local tribe going police to tribal land <laughs> ran them over good good 
dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? Kid Rock is caught drinking Bud Light four months after the sh- his shooting stunt. He's the next Bud Light spokesperson. Are you kidding? <laughs> they got to him. The corporate, the corporate uppers got to him. The cake eaters got to him. That's what I, a term I learned from my binge watching of Steel Team. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? It's like the higher ups. Oh, the cake eaters, the like the guys, the people who, who eat cake. Yeah, the yeah. guys who like send them off to die. Then we have a Florida suburb is terrorized by peacocks and they plan to use vasectomies on the birds to solve the problem. Where are my testicles, Summer? They were removed. Where have they gone? How many rich people in Florida live there that peacocks have become an invasive species? (laughs) Just tons of people with peacocks wandering around their lawn in Florida. And now there's so many people have peacocks. Well, they also mate with like eight chicks. They're like the Andrew Tate of birds. I'm not saying that women should completely and utterly be slaves. Florida is really just invasive species at this point. It's just peacocks, pythons, New Yorkers, crypto bros. Breaking Bridget. <laughs> the Maui fires. First of all, these are tragic and horrible, and it's one of the worst natural disasters in American history and definitely the worst wildfire death count. And there's still so many people missing, many of them children. It doesn't feel like it's getting the media coverage that it deserves. I don't know if it's because it's Hawaii or what, but it's weird. It feels like it should be getting like it should still be dominating the headlines and it's not. And the other thing that drives me insane is that everybody in power, leaders and people with an agenda will try and say, oh, this is climate change. There is some truth to climate change aggravating a lot of these things. However, usually and in the case of these Maui fires, as there is an investigation into whether or not the Hawaiian electrical company is responsible for this as they were in the paradise fire in California and many of the fires that start or it will just deflect from the arsonists who are starting fire or it will deflect as they did in Greece and they were like oh it's climate change and then it was like hundreds of fires that were set and now they look ridiculous having to walk that back saying it just started on its own or it's people who are homeless and vagrants who start fires because they're cooking food or they're living in conditions that are horrible and a fire will start because of wherever they're living. They're just keeping warm or whatever. Our grid and infrastructure is fucked in this country. Again, nation in decline. There are actual things that we could be working on as Americans and focusing on. And instead, the powers that be will be like, oh, it's climate change. We better not let people make pizza with wood burning stoves in New York City. Or we better. What's the newest one this week? They were talking about ceiling fans. And you have grids who have monopolies, power companies with monopolies who are very rarely held accountable and hide evidence of their own 
city infrastructure. They knew that these power lines could be downed. They knew that when they were down, there was no switch to turn them off. So it would still be live wires when the powers went, power went down. There was lots of reports that said they would start fires and that they were a hazard. Not to mention the complete incompetence of the freaking leaders who didn't sound the alarm for the reason that they thought people would run in the wrong direction. And which seems like a stupid excuse and one lane in one lane out, not letting basically the people who survived were the people who disobeyed the freaking leader. It is like this makes me fucking crazy because the thing that gets the headlines in the news is climate change, not that our leaders are incompetent, not that there's a monopoly in our energy and many places where there's one party and in charge and one or two power grids that are allowed to give service to people. Not that our infrastructure is garbage and needs updating. None of these people are held accountable, not the leaders. They'll pay some lip service. They'll pay some a little bit of money, but they're not. This is not what's dominating the headlines. And it absolutely should be. What happened to our journalists, too, who are supposed to be holding these people accountable and speaking truth to power and not writing these WF, WEF headlines that are like, oh, it's climate change. You guys can't eat meat because the grid started a wildfire in Hawaii. It makes me, it is the ultimate like get out of jail free card that all of these people who should be helping solve the problems of monopolies in energy, incompetent leaders, kickbacks to energy companies, failing infrastructure so that they can fucking just go, oh, it's climate change. It enrages me how climate change is just used to just shield everyone from taking any kind of responsibility whatsoever. And the other thing that's such bullshit in our society is that you have all these people who are like, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. This is this is the what all of the people, the little people here, you've got to like take care of yourself and pull yourself up. And none of these people take responsibility for shit. They, none of the leaders, none of the corporations, they're all so corrupt and in bed with each other and giving self-enriching and only caring about their shareholders that they don't give a shit that like an entire fucking town burned down with people in it because, and it was things that they had been warned about and they could have prevented. And it makes this like shit makes me insane. And then they're like, ah, oh, climate change. <laughs> It makes me, it makes me, it is a fuck, like, look, climate change, I'm not a climate change denier. I'm a climate change is not the excuse that all of these people get to use. Like, I can't even read about the Hawaii fires because of the way that it's framed. And it's always like, oh, we, we have this climate emergency. No, the emergency is that we have incompetent leaders with no vision and failing infrastructure and corporations who get away with this shit. Because they're in the fucking pockets of the politicians are in the pockets of these fucking corporations. That's the problem. It is not capitalism. This is crony capitalism. This is monopolies that need to be broken up so people have options and people are held accountable. And no, instead, it's just self enriching aging senators raping the republic and not doing shit to 
to help the actual people who need help. And then they're like, oh, climate change. Fuck off with that shit. Everybody needs to call these people out. You have power. You, individual person watching this, you have power. Do not forget that. It is true what they say in V for Vendetta. People should not be afraid of their governments. The government should be afraid of their people. And it is not us versus them. It is us. If it's us versus them at all, it's us versus our stupid leaders and these corporations who all have us by the balls. So start pointing the finger at like governors who support all these policies that let these companies get away with everything. Better see news. Ah, join us at Fetacy.com. You can get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire where you can see the full unhinged ranting of a deranged lunatic. If you like watching a train wreck and want to pay for it, why aren't you subscribed to Dumpster Fire behind the paywall? Because this is a true train wreck and a shit show. Maybe we don't have the dogs barking anymore, but we have got lots of other problems. You get the unedited version the day before the edited version drops in the community. You also have a whole community of people. I work out with the ladies. We have so much fun and there's just a really loving, I don't know, it's just great in there. I love everybody in there. They're ride or die. They're yeah. a ride or die. So if you want to be ride or die with Fetacy.com, the little engine that could <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe please keep up please keep us please keep us in your hearts if you want to keep up with everything that you're that we're doing please sign up for our free newsletter at bridgeofphetacy.substack.com we put all of our content in a nice package for you at the end of every week when we are on and you get to just you know, you can check out factory settings or walk-ins welcome or it's all there. And I usually write a little blurb about something trying to be uplifting. Thank you to everyone who makes this show possible. Thank you, Dave Yates. Thank you, Better Fetacy. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Ben Howe. Thank you for the writer's room, the laughs. I cannot do this without these people. Follow them on Twitter and just tell them how much you love them in the comments. They appreciate it and they love you guys back. I am nothing without them or Maggie. Thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. And thank you to you, our audience, our supporters, our ride or die. Thank you for supporting us, for liking, subscribing, commenting, touching our bells and buttons, spreading the word organically. We are small but mighty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zenpro Audio, where we purchased all of our audio equipment. If you want to support a small business and need some audio equipment for your house, go to zenproaudio.com. And thank you to Sheath, our ride or die sponsor, Sheath Underwear. We love them and their product. Support Sheath, it supports us, and it's win 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 for everybody. And now to cleanse your palate from my unhinged rant, the internet is glorious.
This has been your dumpster fire for the weeks of August 6th to September 2nd. I'm Bridget Fettesee. Now make me 